Hey, what's up, everybody? This your boy, Jay Mason. Welcome once again to another episode of Beyond the Album Cover, where we take a look at an album and explain its importance within the music industry. And I just got word this week that this podcast can now be heard on Spotify. So right after the show, I'll give you a rundown of other outlets where you can hear Beyond the Album Cover. But for today's episode, we're going to take a look at a group that changed the way R&B looked and sound. Guy and their 1988 self-titled debut album. Now, how Guy came to be was that Timmy Gatlin, who was an original member of Guy, and Teddy Riley, they were a part of a short-lived 80s R&B group called Kids at Work. And after that experience soured out, Teddy decided to focus more so on producing. He ended up linking up with Keith Sweat, and they put out the 1987 classic, Make It Last Forever. So it was after producing his album, along with Just Got Paid for Johnny Kemp and the underground rap classic Rap's New Generation by Classical 2 that Teddy Riley wanted to do the group thing again. So he recruited Aaron Hall and Timmy Gatlin, his former bandmate, to form Guy. But when the debut album dropped, Timmy Gatlin left Guy and then came in Aaron's brother, Damon, to complete the classic lineup that we know it of today. So, before the Guy album came out, R&B was very lush, very smooth, adult. Think of Luther Vandross, Freddie Jackson, Anita Baker. But when Guy put out their album, it was the first time that young people of that time had music that spoke to them because it included rap, which was still at that time seen to be a fad and thought people thought it was going to go the way of disco. But Teddy Riley proved out the box that he could take hip-hop beats and combine the vocals of Aaron Hall, which was very similar to Charlie Wilson of the Gap Band, and create a sound that was fresh and new. Nothing was more evident than Groove Me, a sonic track that knocked you right off the box, sent you on the dance floor, and sampled James Brown and the champ by Mohawks. And the one thing that I appreciated about the new Jack Swing sound was that you necessarily didn't need a particular dance to do to any new Jack Swing record. You could just dance the way you feel and let it move you. And then we have Teddy's Jam, a song that to me epitomizes Teddy's true genius at production. Heavy beats, great work on guitars, and he knows where to put beats to make you move and where to line Aaron vocals up. Now, if you were following me on the time machine on WAG, I used to use Teddy's Jam as my closeout music. And the song still is fresh and funky to this day. And if you go and listen to Guy's future records, such as The Future and Guy 3, he's had a continuation of Teddy's Jam with Teddy's Jam 2, Teddy's Jam 3. Now, to me, the hidden gem of Guy's debut is You Can Call Me Crazy. Now, it featured the lead vocals of former Guy member, original Guy member, Timmy Gatlin. And if you listen on the backing vocals, you have none other than Mr. I'll Be Sure. Now, originally, You Can Call Me Crazy was supposed to have been featured on I'll Be Sure's In Effect Mode album. But I believe Guy took it back in order to put it on their debut album. But they still left Al B on the backing vocals. And easily 
It could have worked on Timmy Gatlin's debut solo album or stayed on I'll Be Sure's in effect mode had he decided to keep it. Peace of My Love, classic slow jam, source of an urban myth, which Aaron said in previous interviews is not true. And Big Sean has sampled it for Play No Games three years ago. So it is still true to this day that Peace of My Love is the number one slow jam that will get you what you want in the department of loving. If you are a 90s kid and you're trying to recreate your slow jam magic. Then we go down to side two. I Like, which was featured on the soundtrack for Love and Basketball. Once again, another hard-hitting production by Teddy. Great vocals by Aaron. And I just feel that it really, to me, was the start of something new with I Like and the whole album in general. R&B that was youth-oriented and represented those that were the first ones to really grow up with hip-hop. Goodbye Love, to me, is another underrated standout gem, which had the backing vocals of Miss Tammy Lucas, who would later blow up to fame in her own right with Is It Good To You off of the Juice soundtrack. And her name has been featured on pretty much almost every Teddy Riley production since, from Michael Jackson to Blackstreet, list goes on and on. So, the reason why I feel that the Guy album is so very important is because if you take a look at the cover of that album, it was three guys dressed in nice suits. It represented young, flashy, and fly. And there was also right around the time, too, when Dapper Dan, who had a storefront in Harlem, he would take various European designers like Gucci MCM and remix it and put a little bit of urban flair on it and it's ironic that now those same houses that didn't want anything to do with them are now lining up to work with them so it just goes to show you what goes around comes around and we all know what happened to Teddy Riley after Guy's first album in the man producer working with the likes of Big Daddy Kane, Rolling Stones, Jane Child, New Kids on the Block the list goes on and on. And if it wasn't for Teddy, there would be no Neptunes or the other countless producers that made their way to Virginia Beach and future studios. And no Blackstreet, because I believe, this is my opinion, that a lot of Blackstreet tracks were originally intended for Guy. And once Guy couldn't get it going after the future album, after they split, Teddy just decided to just give those songs and put them on Blackstreet. So, Teddy's effect is still being felt today. If you listen to artists such as The Weeknd, Bruno Mars, and the list goes on and on. Well, that was another episode of Beyond the Album Cover. So if you have any albums that you want to suggest for me to cover or any suggestions for the show, go to facebook.com forward slash beyond the album cover. Like, follow, subscribe to the page, tell a friend. And you can also hear this podcast on Anchor, Breaker, Stitcher, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and now Spotify. So all those outlets, 
you can listen to Beyond the Album Cover. And next week, we're going to dive into New Edition's classic transition album, 1988 Heartbreak. So until next time, this has been Jay Mace. Keep those 12-inch, 33, and 45 dreams alive. All right? Keep spinning them records, y'all. Peace.